Today's episode is sponsored by an upcoming movie called If. We don't go to the theater a lot as a family, mostly because it's tough to find a movie we're all going to like, but If is one of those movies. It comes out in theaters May 17th. I saw the trailer the other day, and we ended up watching the trailer multiple times to check out all the different imaginary friends that are in it. Some of them are what you would think an imaginary friend would be like, a nice-looking monster kind of. But other ones are so random, like this one that's a knight and one's a dragon and one is just a banana. And it gets wilder too, but I'm not going to spoil it all for you. The movie is about this girl who can see imaginary friends. And she goes on this magical adventure to reconnect forgotten imaginary friends with their kids. I know me and my kids are going to enjoy going to the theater for this one. And the cast has tons of our favorite performers like Ryan Reynolds, John Krasinski, Maya Rudolph, Matt Damon, John Stewart, Sam Rockwell, Emily Blunt. John Krasinski wrote the movie inspired by his own kid's imagination to be funny and exciting for all ages. It looks like a real slam dunk. The movie If releases in theaters May 17th and we are totally going, so check it out. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Kids Stories Podcast. I'm Phil Bechtel. Before we get started today, I want to give a shout out to Audrey and Leah from Monticello, Illinois. They have shared very thoughtful drawings of Dropkick Kitty Cat and Captain Pooper. Thank you so much for those drawings, Audrey and Leah. I also want to give a shout out to Oscar from Wilder, Vermont, who has shared a drawing he did from the Clown Dojo Ninja Olympics episodes. I am a big fan of that drawing, Oscar. Thanks so much for that, and thanks for listening. Today's episode is Dropkick Sisters, Part 3. Last time, Devney and Samaya, the Dropkick Sisters, drank a potion that turned them into elephants to help them surprise a famously evil poacher named Bones Blackwell. We rejoined the Dropkick Sisters here as they lead the herd of elephants closer to Bones' poacher camp in order to finally capture him. Devney and Samaya were constantly looking around, keeping their eyes peeled for any sign of Bones or his crew. Finally, they reached a small cluster of sticky-leaf trees, which are some of the elephants' favorite. The herd began to munch on the sticky-sweet leaves, while Devney and Samaya walked around slowly, looking for any sign of the crew. The elephant herd was near the hidden cove, but they couldn't see it. It was through some jungle and on the other side of a tall hill. Devney and Samaya were thinking that Bones would set up a second camp further from the ship. And they were right. In the distance, they spotted a remote camp that was in the process of being set up by Bones's crew. From this distance, they couldn't see much, so they slowly moved closer. Eventually, they could see the camp clearly. There were poachers milling about, setting up tents and stacking wooden crates full of animals that they had already captured. The Dropkick sisters could see net launchers and dart guns, all things that they would use to capture a golden-tusked elephant, maybe more than one. But there were too many poachers there at the camp. They counted ten, and they knew there were more unloading down by the boat. Now, they were big, strong elephants, but... Even two big, strong elephants couldn't take on an entire boatload of poachers, especially not with bones in the mix. 
What do we do? Devney thought out loud. We need to act fast, but we can't take them if it's just the two of us. I've got an idea, said Samaya. What if we convince the entire herd to help us? If all these elephants joined forces and attacked the poachers, they could take them out easily, and we could finally take down bones. Devney thought for a moment. It's worth a try, she said. The two walked back to the sticky leaf trees where the elephants were chomping away. The girls didn't know quite what to say. Samaya thought that the truth was the best choice here. We're not elephants, Samaya said loudly to the rest of the herd. The other elephants stopped eating and looked up at the sisters. Uh, You sure look like elephants to us, one of them said. No, I mean continued Samaya. I mean, we we got a potion. We drank a potion. We're, we're the Dropkick sisters. There's a terrible poacher on the island, and he's coming for you. He's coming for gold-tusked elephants. We thought we could stop him by taking a potion that turned us into elephants, but now we need your help. All the other elephants in the herd stopped eating and perked up, listening to Samaya. They thought for a few beats, and then one of them piped up. Well, if you need our help, then you've got it. What do you want us to do? All the elephants walked away from the sticky leaf trees and circled Devni and Samaya, waiting for their instructions. There's a poacher camp nearby, said Devni. There's about ten poachers there, maybe more. And there's more down near the ship, floating in the hidden cove. We need to stomp this camp to smithereens. The elephant herd nodded. The head poacher isn't here, though mentioned Samaya. He's probably still down at the ship. He's the one we need to get. Well, said one of the elephants, you lead the way and we'll get to stomping. The elephant herd began walking toward the poacher camp. The poachers noticed but didn't pay them much attention. Bones had told them that they could capture anything on the island they wanted, but they were not allowed to try and capture a gold-tusked elephant unless he was there. Bones considered those elephants his own personal prize. It wasn't until the elephants began running, thundering toward the camp, that the poachers took notice. A herd of elephants walking around isn't much to concern most people on the island, but a running herd will scare the daylights out of anyone. As the herd pounded the ground and got closer and closer to the poacher camp, the poachers began to scramble. They frantically loaded their net launchers and their dart guns. Some tripped over themselves trying to run away. They began to yell and hide behind wooden crates. Devni and Samaya led the charge. As they closed in on the camp, a few darts with sleep poison in them flew right at them. They did their best to dodge the darts, and they found out pretty quickly that dodging anything as an elephant was very difficult. They barreled into the camp and smashed everything in their path. Wooden crates were demolished. Food and supplies were tossed everywhere. Because they were so heavy, they couldn't slow down right away. Their momentum took them through the camp, and they both took a wide turn and headed back at the camp for another pass. Devni and Samaya noticed a few elephants lying on the ground. They must have been knocked out with the sleep darts. But those elephants still standing were turning around, making another pass into camp to make sure everything was properly crushed. All the poachers had run off into the jungle. Because of all the commotion, more poachers were coming up the trail from the hidden cove. Devni and Samaya spotted a few and turned, 
beginning to head straight for them. The incoming poachers were stunned, because in a matter of minutes their entire base camp had been destroyed, and the poachers all ran off. As Devni and Samaya got closer, they saw him. Bones Blackwell. He was carrying his crossbow, likely loaded with arrows dipped in knockout poison. While the rest of the herd smashed through the camp, the Dropkick sisters broke off and headed straight for Bones. They screamed out, Bones! They spoke in an elephant's voice, but what they said was crystal clear. Bones flashed a look of terror on his face. He yelled to his henchmen, Stop them! And he turned and ran back in the direction of his ship in the hidden cove. Bones Blackwell was fast certainly faster than two lumbering elephants. By the time Devney and Samaya reached the hill overlooking the hidden cove, Bones had already lifted anchor and was setting out to sea. His ship was nearly out of the hidden cove. The Dropkick sisters were out of breath, exhausted, and feeling a bit defeated. "'We can't let him get away,' said Devney. "'There's got to be something we can do.' "'We can jump,' said Samaya. From the rock at the top of the hill, we can jump right onto the ship from there. Maybe. Many island residents had jumped off of that rock into the hidden cove. It was very high up, but the cove was deep and it was a real thrill leaping from that far up. It's our only choice, agreed Devney. The girls ran back in a big circle to get their speed up. They circled back around and headed right for the top of the hill. They pressed for every last ounce of speed they could burn from their elephant bodies. They reached the very top of the rock at the very top of the hill, and they leaped into the air. Eh, it was more of a little hop, really. They were elephants, after all. But it was enough. They barreled down at the ship from such a great height that they didn't land on the deck. They crashed right through it. They put two massive holes in the ship, and, and it began to sink very quickly. Devni and Samaya floated back up to the surface of the water and began to swim to shore. Bones was standing on the deck, trying to pull up the masts, until two huge elephants belly-flopped right onto his ship. He was able to leap overboard before getting crushed and had already swam to shore and began running away. Bones didn't exactly know what was going on, but he knew these two weren't normal gold-tusked elephants. Wild animals didn't yell his name and jump off cliffs and smash pirate ships, but all Bones could do now was run. Ah, oh, not more running, said Samaya, as she and Devney squirmed their huge bodies up onto shore. He's heading toward Puka Puka. Maybe he's going to try and blend in and escape from another port. Devney was too out of breath to respond, and the Dropkick sisters burned through the last of their elephant strength to thunder toward Puka Puka. They reached town quickly, but they were completely spent. They had no energy left. Their elephant bodies were too heavy to run around in any more. We need to find the wizard, said Devney. We can still catch bones if we get turned back into humans. So they wobbled over to the storefront of the wizard and began tooting their trunks. 
It was quite a sight for all the residents of Puka Puka to see two elephants, clearly exhausted, sitting down in the middle of the street, screaming through their trunks at the storefront of the local wizard. It didn't take long for Dunbar to emerge from the door. Oh, hey, oh, hey, super glad to see you two, he said. I take it the mission was a success? In her elephant voice, Samaya said, We need to be turned back, now, he's getting away. Turned back? said Dunbar with a confused look. Well, I haven't made that potion yet. It'll take about uh, 15 minutes or so, I think. Why didn't you make the potion to turn us back, Dunbar? asked Devney. Well, you didn't ask, he said. Oh, but I've got something else. Here, take this. Dunbar reached into his lab coat and presented a bottle of something purple. Samaya took it in her trunk and swallowed half. Devney did the same. Then the two elephant ninjas lifted themselves back up to standing and continued pursuing bones, heading down the only road out of town. Dunbar called back. Don't you want to know what it does? He hollered, but by then the girls were thundering on, and he was just yelling into the cloud of dust they kicked up. Dunbar thought out loud. I think I should make that potion and follow those two. Meanwhile, Bones was exhausted as well. He was out of breath and panting as he continued out of town. He hoped to make it to the other side of the island where he could maybe charter a boat somewhere, anywhere but here. The girls crested a hill and saw him a ways down the road. He turned back over his shoulder and saw them standing up on the hill. Again, fear seized him, and he panic ran down the road. The girls ran after him. What do you think Dunbar's potion does? asked Devney. Uh, I don't know, said Samaya. Do you feel anything? I don't feel anything, said Devney. Just try to do something. Try to fly or breathe fire or something. The girls tried to do impossible things, trying to guess at what Dunbar's potion did. Finally, Samaya hit the jackpot. She lifted her head and looked out near Bones in the distance. Suddenly, two bright red beams of energy blast forth from her eyes and burned the ground next to Bones. He screamed and leaped over to the other side of the road. The girls looked at each other briefly. Laser eyes! They both cheered. Then, the most lasery of laser attacks blasted down upon Bones Blackwell. Never before had the world seen such a barrage of laser-powered laseriness. Bones was stumbling into the trees near the road now, hoping to take cover, but the girls fired into the forest, and trees were cut down and fell before him. He tripped and landed right before a pile of huge trunks that had been freshly sizzled into pieces by Devney and Samaya's laser eyes. Bones gave up completely. He was breathing heavily. He turned and looked at the approaching elephants and held up his hands and yelled, Stop! Oh, please stop! Oh, don't hurt me! I, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry! Devney and Samaya slowed and eventually stopped right at Bones's feet. The three just sat there, trying to catch their breath. Bones didn't dare move, sitting before two huge angry elephants, Soon, Dunbar came running to the scene. 
He had made the potion to turn them back, and it was easy for him to follow their tracks. Wow, you guys caught him, said Dunbar. Totally cool. Oh, here's the potion. What is going on, said Bones out loud. He had no clue. He had just had his base camp and his pirate ship exploded by two elephants who then followed him halfway across the island and eventually subdued him in a hail of laser fire shot from their eyes. It was completely bonkers. The girls drank the potion, and in one minute they shrank down from their elephant size back into humans. Bones was shocked at first. He then recognized the Dropkick sisters from their previous encounter. Then his shock turned into anger. You, he said, standing up. Oh, I wouldn't try anything if I were you, said Dunbar. The laser eyes potion will last another hour or so. Bones then slumped down against the fallen logs, completely defeated, to await his fate at the hands of the island rangers. Bones was ultimately sentenced to many years of island service. He had to clean litter from the beaches. He had to plant trees. And every Saturday, he had to give the elephants foot rubs. The Dropkick sisters kept doing their thing, ridding the island of poachers. They mostly stayed away from potions, though. The End Thanks for listening to today's episode. Be sure to check out the website for new videos and printables. Send any drawings or questions to kidstoriespodcast at gmail.com. Adios.